Good afternoon. I don't know why I'm starting it that way. I guess it's afternoon for everybody out there. My name is Dr. Funk, um, and this is Doc and Spyro's League News EX. Um, I'm here, as always, joined by Dark Spyro. How's it going, man? Yo, what's good, bro? Not, I'm always doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I've had three days off in a row, so, you know, getting a little bit of time to kick back and relax and, you know, uh, just get caught up on some shit. So, I don't know. It's It's been nice. How about you? Nice. Uh, about the same. A couple days ago was my son's third birthday. Oh, wow. Got to chill with him. Yay. Yeah. That's fantastic. Busy weekend. Spyro Jr. turn three. Let's go. And yeah. Once he joined Other the league, junior, <laughs> one a month before. So, do you think you would ever? I, I, do you think there's because the VHL is never going to die? What would you do if your if your kids got into it? <laughs> oh my god! I would hope that they didn't look back into the history books and look at Dracon as Dracon. Well, yeah. I mean, he he almost had a chance to be. Um, you know, a champion. So it was almost good, but we'll get a chance to talk about that in a bit. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, bro. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, and very unfortunate, but Hey, you know what? That's, it's fine. Um, if they yeah, ever do yeah, get into it, they would end up. Honestly if, though, if my kids did ever join the league, I think they would be more surprised about our podcast, especially not just these ones, but I mean like from when we first started too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because uh, one of them did. You only had one son when we started, right? He was just born. Wow! When we started the yeah, our first podcast, he was like three months old. That's Goddamn! Cr- that's crazy. I'm not trying to date it, obviously, but you know, that's that's kind of wild. Yeah, all things considered. Um, yeah, I think that'd be pretty funny. I mean, hey, years down the line, you can be like, hey, if you ever want to hear something from. You know when you guys were born. <laughs> but anyway, like your old man sounded like when he was like, before well, yeah, before thirty. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the cra- oh, like really me and my uh, me and my buddies were talking because we used to do a YouTube channel way back in the day um, about uh, kind of reviving it and maybe doing like uh, horror game let's plays again. And um, super pixel gamer time. Yeah, right? spooky pixel gamer time. Yeah. Um, yes. and, uh, we were talking about it, but like, you know, it, it's not in necessarily seriousness, but I'm like, man, we started that back in 2012. Like that's, that's wild to me. Like I was 20, I was 21 years old when I started doing that. And it's just like, I'm it's been why sadly as you get older, it I sucks. know it's such a bummer, but, um, yeah, it's crazy to look back. But anyway, um, yeah, I've been Speaking good of looking back. How about we look back at this playoff tree? Excellent segue. I would suggest we do. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> awesome. So uh, we can go by rounds because there was technically five rounds if you want to include the wild card. Yeah, I think uh, we should. We're not going to go in game by game because we'll be here all day. But we will talk about the wild card a bit. Calgary 3-0 Toronto to fight their way into a spot. Yeah, Calgary really so took it to them. Calgary right there. That's yeah. pretty dominant. Yeah, it really is. Oh, and then the other one was Riga Rain and uh, Davos, which was a 3-2 series. Extremely close. I was happy and to Davos see Davos just, make it in. I was really happy to see him make it in. They won it, but 
the following round, they didn't have so much luck. So I guess we'll stay on this side of the tree for now. Yeah. So Davos ended up playing Moscow. Ooh. Yeah, that's And t- they got swept 4-0 by Moscow. That's a tough time. That's yeah. tough. So they were probably just elated to get in there, and then they didn't even get a game. So I, I kind of feel for uh, Davos there. That sucks. I do too. But hey, what are you going to do? No, exactly. Uh, and then on the other side here, we had Warsaw and Helsinki, and that actually went to Game 7. Warsaw won 4-3. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Helsinki might have been up. Don't quote me on that. I don't remember. It was too long mm. ago. But I think Warsaw came back in that series to win it. Damn. Yeah, Warsaw won uh, on a tear uh, that round. And funnily enough, the Seattle and Chicago series also went to 7. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, so... Um, uh, Dracon Stubbistrakov, which was my player that retired this season. This is his final kick at the can. Rest in peace. And we made it to the playoffs. It's like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. We play Chicago, and like our team is good. We're always good. But when we got Chicago, we're like, okay, this is going to be trouble. And winning in game seven, we we're obviously elated, but we we're also like, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Very surprising. Uh, so, as we were saying about uh, Davos getting swept 4-0, that's exactly what happened to Calgary. So, Calgary swept Toronto. They came in against the Dragons, and Dragons 4-0 the Wranglers Damn. in the first round. Yeah, yeah which is so why... the wildcard teams got swept in the first round. Which, which is why I'm surprised about what, ha- what happened with Seattle in the next round. Like, you know, you, DC comes in super hot, no pun intended, and they start like kicking ass. They yeah. kick the crap out of Calgary, and then like, just it's a whimper when they go out to Seattle four to one. Like, yeah, uh, we just had their number. I don't know what was going on. If you look back in that series, our goalies numbers were like in the nine thirties the entire round. Damn. Yeah, Dusty played great. Yeah, he absolutely. Stole that series against DC. They didn't have a chance against him, and uh, our our scorers scored when they needed to. Yep. So we won that four one, which was pretty awesome. And then you go to the other side, Warsaw squeaking by Moscow Menace in Game Seven. They go to a Damn. Game Seven twice in a row, and they squeak by Moscow. They almost went to it three times. Almost. Almost. Ugh. We almost pushed them there. So we're going to go to the finals. Obviously, Warsaw won it uh, in six games. But we'll go a little bit more in depth. I'm going to pull up the season 84 games here. Yep. I think so that's cup wise. finals games one and two. We'll dive on into this first game here. It's just loading. Sorry. Yep, game 83, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for game 83... It was uh, Warsaw versus Seattle. Seattle, obviously, Seattle won it. Um, we had less shots actually. We got outshot thirty-seven to thirty. Yeah, Dusty just played really well. Six to five. Wait, did did uh, it looks like uh, Warsaw pulled their goalie in that first game? Yeah, they did, yo. Yo, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my god. It was not a good game for goalies, let's put it that way. No. Um, here's a little bit of a highlight, though. So let's go down, because I like funny stats. Yeah. 
Uh, Dracon Zemestrakov was minus two. Perfect. That's not very good. <laughs> Just like you um, drew it up. Another funny stat is uh, in the second period, uh, I also had a slashing minor. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you were really you were trying to th- and, you were uh, trying to throw basically. <laughs> I think there's something. Oh. Nope, that's it. Okay, but yeah, basically, yeah, he he was not doing good. Minus two in the win and a penalty. So the old fuck had a bad game. Yeah, he was absolutely throwing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. He was probably mad. That's hilarious. And then speaking of throwing, we go into game two. Warsaw absolutely throttled us six to two, and it was forty-seven shots apiece. Oof. They absolutely dominated us which was not very cool that's rough uh, in this game quickly scroll through here because i'm pretty sure zaba did nothing yeah <laughs> so not to be mean to him but that's kind of the story of his career isn't it yeah so dracula zaba Strakov was minus five in that game oh you my can god blame him for losing game two oof in a 6-2 game, yeah, that's uh, it's a big oof. He decided to just stand there. He's like, I want a cup so bad that I don't deserve that I'm going to throw the first two games yeah. of the fucking finals. Did he score in this and series at all? I am... Pardon? Did he Sorry, score I'm in... the lag right now. No, you're fine. Did he score in this series at all? No, but he did get three assists. Okay. Okay. No, wait. No, not in this series. He didn't get any points in this series. Those <laughs> were before the series. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he was literally sandbag the whole fucking finals. 100% a pylon. Oh, my God. Ugh. I kind of feel bad. So let's go into uh, game 85. Game three. Woo! Woo! So uh, Warsaw wins again. 4-2. 46 shots to 36. No, it's fine. Yeah. Got exploded. Um, Again, fun stats are fun, right? Second period. Dracons of Ostrakov. Seattle roughing minor. Of course. (laughs) Oh, it gets better. At 0-38. At the beginning of the goddamn period, bro. Oh, my God. 38 seconds into the fucking second period. He's like, you know what? We're losing. Fuck this. And decided to like sucker punch somebody after they tried skating by him. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Did they it's score okay. on I don't that? Mind on my player in the finals. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, I can't fully shit on him. So we lost 4 2. He was plus one this game. Okay. He actually did good, and he that, that's probably why he was so mad he punched somebody. Yeah. Makes sense. He's like, I'm not throwing, losing. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Roughing. Shit. <laughs> but the question is, did they score on that power play? They did not. Good. They good, good, did good, not. Good, good. So, so it doesn't matter. It does not matter. <laughs> He's not a penalty killer anyways. Yeah. He's he's on the last line for D. Uh, the next game here, game four, 
Seattle wins 4 1. Woo! 36 in our favor. So we actually got a little bit of revenge here. Perfect. Uh, I don't see any uh ohs. Man, I see why you oh, don't wait. like this player because, like, every time you check his stats, he's done, like, nothing. Yeah, but I'm going to point this out. Dusty Wilson, goalie for Seattle, 35 saves on 36, 972 save percentage. 972, damn. That's yeah, intense. That is very, very nice. So, definite shout out there. He's got a bright future. Uh, and Zabistrakov was. Uh, dead even. It wasn't plus or negative, nothing. So, can't really do too much that game. Which I guess is good considering the first two games. Yeah. Uh, we only got a couple more here. Obviously, we got game five. And I'm pretty sure this was the one uh, that was really close. Yeah, so they outshot us 49-39, to but they only beat us 3-2. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was a close game. That's that's why we're like, oh my god. Yeah, that's um, a bummer. Th- I don't think Zaba actually threw. Oh no, wait. As I said, that track on Zaba's track of uh, hooking minor. Yep, there it is. <laughs> yep. That's okay. And that's it. It's but okay. Still, let's go down to see the plus minus minus one Choi. So that's not looking very great. You only had a plus one one game and a negative, or no, a zero to one game. Everything else has been like either hard negative or just like a little. That's not good. Not ideal. It's probably like minus for the series right now. It's okay. Yeah. They don't have to worry about resigning him or anything or trading him. He's no, not- it's it's fine. All right. So the last game here. This is where we're all a little heartbroken. Uh, shots were thirty nine to thirty eight for us. Warsaw beat us five to one. Oof. First period. Uh, Dracon's have a strong first penalty of the game. Hooking. That's a good of start. He really did kind of uh, sabotage this series, didn't he? Yeah, he was Ugh. literally. Like, you could place the, the blame at his feet. He was minus one in this game, too, where we lost. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Yeah, so after finally looking at how shit he was and talking about the playoffs and stuff. Uh, actually, I'm clicking on the stats here. He's had a little bit of power play time. Oh, wow. He didn't do anything with it, but he had a little bit of power play he was, time. He was out there. Maybe some. Maybe it was like a guy was like, I don't know, in the box, and it was like a four on three. Maybe. Who knows? I'd have to ask Banna what his line choices yeah, were. Why did he? Why did he choose? <laughs> no offense to Dracon, but why did he choose him there? Why? Yeah, that just doesn't. I mean, like he's easily the worst player on yeah. that team. I'm not ashamed to say that because. He's an old fuck. So I'm trying to search him by... Well, and he's retired now. If he was, like, your new player, then that would be one thing, but... Yeah, exactly. He's done now. He's retired. We can talk shit about his career. Yeah, that's fine. 
he's not going to show up and give us a surprise interview and just no. like start cussing us out. All right, so it is loaded here. Wow, I forgot. So, Dracon Zabastrakov entered the VHLM, played seven games for Ottawa yeah. in season 76. Damn. And retired in season 84. Yeesh. How do you feel about that just in general? Sorry to is an old man. Sorry to like uh, that's eighteen seasons in the VHL. Oh, fuck. No, sorry to interrupt. Like, how do you feel about how the current system works, where like careers are going to be longer overall? Uh, I think it could be pretty cool, but I don't know. They gotta really do something with like how they or because there's so many like this season alone. There's so many goaltenders yeah. that are going to be in VHL. Yeah. And then a couple of seasons, it's going to be every team has two goalies, basically. Which is cool. Which is sick, but not when that backup only gets eight games. No. And you're going to have, like, well, I wonder what it's going to do for, like, salaries. Because are they going to have to raise the salary cap? Probably if you got two goalies that are really good. Yeah. Because you're going to have more players that are coming in and more that are like sticking around for longer. So you're going to really have to raise the cap to make sure that people or like people are going to have to take less money with players. But then that makes the players. I don't know. It's interesting because then it would make the player store purchases like more valuable. Yeah, honestly. Actually, it doesn't sound know. like the worst. The player store is just so broken right now. Like, they, yeah. it's got things they need to do. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like you can't always save up for the auger now because, like, if they, if you can't, if they don't raise the salary cap drastically, then players, if they want to get a VHL contract, are going to have to like negotiate for lower salaries than players of similar skill levels. You know, I don't know. It's kinda, yeah, exactly. It's kind of interesting. Anyway. Well, rip Seattle. Uh, it was a shame to see them go. Um, congrats, Warsaw. Uh, second cup in their history, I think. I think that's right. Maybe. I think they. I think it's their second. I think they've won before because I remember seeing that, like the first. They were like the first of the major, like when they introduced like those six other teams. They were like the first of those six teams to like win one, which is cool. Meanwhile, you have like, uh, yeah, like I don't think London United's ever won one. You don't, I don't think you know you have some of those teams. But Warsaw won, which is crazy. Um, yeah. So good for I them. I think back then when they were first being created, um, Triple H got traded to that team. Oh, Vancouver. Warsaw. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would have been a big acquisition yeah. for them. But that must have like been like two seasons, yeah. Yeah, that must have been like eighty season eighty three or something like that. Yeah. Cause I know or, that would have been towards the uh, end no, of Scott no, Green's no, no, career. No. Before seventies, yo. Oh, this wow. was like seventy two he was traded. I don't know why I assume Triple H was Played like a, was like a Vancouver lifer. <laughs> Right, except for the last two seasons. Yeah. 
Uh, so earlier today, I don't want to go into all of this because this is a private conversation um, yeah. related to the draft. But some of this I will bring up. Uh, <laughs> so there was a shit ton of goalies for my draft pass, okay? Yeah. So as it stands, um, I'm trying to find exactly how many he said there were. I mean, there are a lot. Let's look at the... Uh, while you talk about that, I'm going to look at the upcoming uh, VHL entry draft and just see some of the top prospects. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's... Uh, wow. There's about eight goalies that are active in the draft right now. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, which is nuts. I mean, and um, there's an additional how many? Fuck, I can't find in this conversation. You'll probably find how many goalies there are, but uh, there's a few of them there that are like completely inactive now already. That sucks. That's the thing is like, stop yeah. making goalies. Like you're going to, I mean, I know it's a fun position or people, I think people think it'll be a more fun position than it ends up being. Cause if you're like on a bad team, like it's, I don't feel like it's a good position for player retention because like, if you're on a bad team or a rebuilding team, you're going to lose interest in it. I don't know. So I think Jimmy Spire was an anomaly because, uh, there is a few goalies, uh, in like draft class before him, I still remember one of them was a uh, bank flashback. Another one was a guy that got drafted before me. I just can't remember his name off the top of my head. He ended up coming back in the league and he ended up being like a, a lower end starter for a team. Yeah. He was a backup, like inactive. And then he ended up being like a lower end starter, but they had like over a hundred TP on me at one point. But you ended up being And I better. remember when I played for the juniors in season 69, uh, Fang Flashback uh, was at, uh, there it is, 353 TPE. Yeah. And my goalie was at 161. So I wasn't even, like, maxed yet. Because that's not at the end of the season, right? Yeah. Or, well, now it's in the playoffs, but, like, back then, it was, like, mid-season shit. Right, it was different organization back then. Yeah, it wasn't, like, the junior tournament. It was World Junior Championship, whatever the fuck. Oh, which uh, Chip Stone will be participating in, which is fun. <laughs> no, he's... I got named to Team USA, so that should be cool. I hope so. <laughs> I gotta get the TPEs. Man. Which is why I'm doing this podcast, but also to just like talk. Um, but yeah. So anyway, there are a lot of goalies ahead of you, I guess. Because I know you said that there like were quite a few, but um, like, do you think that that will like impact your chances of uh, of um? You know, like coming back into the well, not the getting. I'm sorry, getting onto the team that like you want to get on. Uh, 
Uh, so I know there's a few goalies for sure that are higher TPE. Uh, yeah. This draft class. So uh, honestly, at least for uh, the M, because the M draft comes up first, right? Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably go maybe second round somewhere. I just don't think a lot of teams really need goalies, bro, already. Yeah. There's so many. Have you had any so teams at like... Least two that are higher than me in TPE. Have you had any teams reach out to you for like a draft interview? Yes. Okay. You don't have to say who, but... But that's encouraging because, yeah. like, yeah, you're at least you're probably going to go somewhere, you know. Oh, for sure, and like I, I'm assuming it's going to be somewhere in the second round. It's just it is what it is. That would, yeah. I mean, um, but as far as the VHL goes, damn, I don't know because the goalie can go inactive at any time. Yeah, like I seen, like I just said, there's so many goalies that. Or higher TPE than like me and Jack Lafontaine, Jack Sextall, and we all passed them because they just they got bored with the position or they just stopped with the league. I don't know whatever the reason was, but the one guy he was over a hundred TPE on all of us, and then he just disappeared. Oh my god! Stopped applying, just like he just got bored of the site, he just left. Yeah, because I'm looking. I'm looking here at uh, at the draft, and I'm just seeing like how many goalies there are before I find your name. And you've got like you've got uh, Jeremy Swayman. That's funny by uh, Agito. Uh, he's at 180. Then right behind him, you've got Jubis with Fuka Rask. Um, yep, Minions there, Alexander Minion. Then you've got your teammate Bill Nye, the puck stopping guy. Then there's Joel Castle, that's Animals player. And then between you and um, Joel Castle, there's about a 20 TP difference is Ash Sparks. So you would be on the like experience chart, like number six right now. But you could make the argument that you're a safer pick than some of the other like first gen players, you know? Oh, true, true. Plus, I also have experience as a goaltender. Yeah, like um, you know how to build player, them. So, I and think the track record that, like, my fortitude of being a goaltender. Because if you look at Zabistrakov's career, like, if I made another player, then people would probably be like, "Is he going to be a welfare guy, or what's happening here?" Yeah. But coming back as a goaltender, a lot of people who played the position a few times, like, they know, like. In the VHL, it takes a special time kind of person to want to be a goalie over and over. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you you have to like really be okay with the drawbacks of that position. Like worst case scenario, if you make like a forward, um, you know, he doesn't do much and it's kind of boring. Or like even worse in like your case with Zabastrovka or whatever. Like he, um, you know, you would check he's the, the stats. And he's sandbag. Yeah, he's a shut. He's a shutdown guy. And, like, best-case scenario, he does nothing. Worst-case scenario, he, like, throws, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah. if you're a goalie and, like, you're okay with having those negative stats, like, you know, and putting in the work and, like, really going into... Hi, Cat. How you doing? 
um, like going into the weeds of it, like, yeah, like people are going to value that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just know that like with my experience as being a backup, for example, not many people back then would have done that. No, not at all. Being a backup for two seasons. There's a lot of waiting, bro. Real time waiting for two seasons into the playoffs to roll by before my guy finally got the starter gig. And I can be like, these stats matter. I can go towards awards. Yep. And just ran with it. Yeah. I feel like there should be some kind of appreciation for like goaltender awards or like maybe some kind of backup like award. Because like then I, it would give people like bro, a. Two go. articles on that, my friend. Oh, you did? <laughs> Yes, I did. And it was because uh, season 71. Uh, I actually. Oh, it's not there no more. I would have to go and search for it. And I don't want to still like, see really yeah, no. it. I'll but, look for so, it later because I'm interested. I mean, I can. While we're talking about other shit, I can like try look for it because it is pretty funny. But, but yeah, uh, like. So, the gist of it was I was comparing. Um, recent rookie of the year candidates yeah for uh people in their rookie seasons and stuff and what it would take for a goalie essentially to win it and i was comparing the winner and the runner-up of the people that won rookie of the year in my season compared to this season prior okay uh the stats between the players were fucking phenomenally different oh wow yeah, in a bad way. That's why I was a little like PO'd because the runner up was a goalie. Yeah. The season before. And uh oh, where the fuck is it? That'd be so that'd be so annoying, I'm dude. I'm just gonna type in uh search by like it searches like so many things that have nothing to do with me, man. Where's the one search by author that there it is. Also, I have an idea for like, uh, you know, once we peter out on this conversation, where we want to go. Um, I think this could be kind of funny. Like, did you do predictions this year? I did, sadly. Okay, I kind of want to see how wrong we were on some of them. Oh man, I think I was wrong on all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I can say to the time. <laughs> I actually think I got a few of them. We can go through your predictions, though. Yeah. The one that I was close was um, Moscow winning in seven against Warsaw. Uh, and Warsaw won in seven. It was like, fuck! <laughs> Dude, I feel like if Moscow had won, I would have like been exactly right. Or at least like pretty damn close with the like league trophies. Because I had Seattle winning the cup. I had Moscow winning the victory cup. Um, and then I had Seattle winning the North American division and Moscow winning the European division. So out of all of those, I only got Seattle winning the North American division, right? But like if Moscow had won it, I would have gotten like, I bet Seattle could have taken Moscow and I bet I would have gotten three out of four of them, right? (laughs) But now that's just because I feel like, that's just because I feel like Moscow has, well, I feel bad saying it because they're a good team, but I'm just like, I feel like the joke is now that they just choke. They're like the Buffalo Bills of the VHL. 
make it to four straight Super I mean, Bowls. You're not wrong, but at the same time, since Buffalo Bills are like the closest team to where I live, I'm like, uh, oh yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with the Bills. I, I, like, I like the Bills. The Bills and the Leafs. What the fuck is wrong with? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, the the nice thing is, if you're a Moscow fan, Moscow actually did win the cup or win the uh, cup. So, <laughs> this is true. No, the Bills are rad. Right, so I like the Bills. I found both of these articles while we're shooting the shoot here. Uh, I can't just read through the one because this one here is just like uh, it's titled Spiro's rookie. Season in the VHL Rookie of the Year candidate question mark. Yeah. So it was like just basically trying to put up like a, a little bit of an argument for it. Yeah. All right. So this one I will read and it won't kill too much time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing this to and like read through. I'm just genuinely, I'm genuinely interested in this well, as me, an idea and I feel like this is, off. yeah. I was going to say. So this is, um, Comparing Jimmy Spiro uh, in season 71, I believe, in comparison to recent Christian Stolzschwinger, uh, whatever the name is, Rookie of the Year, essentially, the Rookie of the Year trophy. So, the article reads as this. Another offseason is finally about to come to an end, and this past season we have witnessed the rise and uh, of many new faces. One of these many uh, high-caliber rookies was the sensational goaltender Jimmy Spiro, where he continued to enlighten the league with his unique and explosive goaltending style. Yada yada. Filling in the, uh, <laughs> the backup role for Vancouver Wolves and playing behind their elite goaltender Greg Eagles, he managed to appear in 14 out of 72 games. By the way, minimum is like 8. Or no, yeah, you need eight for your backup, right? Or you take a penalty. Yeah. So I played like almost double. Uh, and then yeah, so recording a winning record of nine three and one, posting up some amazing stats with a two point one two goals against average, a two or sorry, a nine two three save percentage with two shutouts in those fourteen games. Damn. Uh, these impressive numbers were enough to place Spyro as one of the top three goaltenders in the entire league. As well as one of the top rookie goaltenders the VHL has ever seen. Yeah. Okay, so uh, despite generating such unexpected success in his rookie season, these achievements were not enough to warrant even a mention towards the Rookie of the Year award. I can't say that last name. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> sorry. this doesn't appear as much as a shock to the league due to him being a backup goalie with only 14 out of 72 games played. Which was nearly double the minimum games required for a backup goalie. So yes, we talked about that. This raises a few questions about what would it actually take to win the Rookie of the Year as a rookie goaltender. And so, for comparison, we're going to look at the last time a goalie actually won it. So let's go back in time, shall we? Yep. Most recent winner who was uh, one of, and this is not relative to our history. We're going way back. This was written in like seventy-one, right? Yeah. So, uh, since the most recent winner uh, who was of the goaltending trade was not long ago, back in season 67, which is a very long time ago now, where future franchise goaltender Ray's Funk took <laughs> home the award while backstumping the Seattle Bears in his rookie uh, season. Not surprisingly, Funk played significantly more games with a whopping 85 out of 72. 
So it's like the entire season, obviously. Yeah. And with a record of 28, 29, and 8, posting up uh, 308 uh, GAA and a 913 save percentage with two shutouts as well. We're playing uh, far and away more games than Spyro and having an even number of shutouts. Spyro clearly leads everywhere else. Curious to see what the runner-up behind Funk for uh, Season 67 was compared to Season 70. Okay, so this is, yeah, 70, my rookie year. Yeah. That was the following season for some reason. The runner-up behind uh, Ray's Funk in 67 was a player named Lucas Nigren. And he posted up some amazing stats that year playing all 72 and 72 of his rookie games. 27 goals, 36 assists, 63 points as a defenseman. Damn. That's really now good. Now we'll compare Lucas Nygren to the winner of the Season 70 Rookie of the Year Award Trophy, which was Eric Summers, who also played in all 72 of his rookie games, but only with a total of 7 goals, 32 assists, for 39 points as a defenseman as well. Okay. That, that's that's a significant gap between yeah, the runner-up and the winner. Yeah, damn. Huh. Three seasons later. And then, here we go. This isn't even a fair contest with Nygren almost doubling Summers in points, yet Nygren still lost out to Funk. <laughs> Take a step further, show how brutal it is that Sparrow was and that it's just fisted annually by the Circus Funky, because I wonder <laughs> why. And probably from the award... We'll also take a quick look at the Season 70 runner-up, Chad Magnum. Magnum also played in 72 games, but his stats are almost laughable to even think he was a runner-up this season. Seven goals, 17 assists, 24 points as a forward. Oof. Okay. Yeah, defenseman you would think has more claim, considering. Yeah. Yeah. But... He had 17 assists, 7 goals, 24 points as a forward in 72 games. He got the runner-up for rookie of the year. Oof. And then think about three seasons ago. Who was the runner-up? Lucas Nygren. Yep. Defenseman. 63 points. Right. Runner-up behind Race Funk. Right. Think about that for a second. Yeah, that. All right, so to end this little article read here, it says, after going through the facts, it's safe to say Spyro should have at least been in the conversation this time around, despite his lower games played. I say this time around because honestly, this looks like it feels like a repeat of season 69 with the Benoit Devereaux uh, VHLM Top Goalie Award, where Spyro was failed to even <laughs> be mentioned despite easily being one of the top goalies, if not the best, that season. Yeah, that, that was season, That was bullshit. Every single person in the league thought he was going to be the runner-up behind Jack LaFontaine. And even I was like, yeah, that's that makes sense. Even though they had a better team, I wasn't trying to make an argument for that I should win. I was like, I'll probably get like a runner-up or some shit. I lost to a guy, shit do not, became my inactive backup in Vancouver for four seasons. Oh my god. That guy got the runner-up. And he had way worse stats than me, too. That's offensive. So that's why I was like, yo, the league's just out of fucking against me. <laughs> well, I think, like... <laughs> also, like, it started from, like, around that time. I played six more seasons after that before I went inactive. I mean, that's, I where you, that's where you make the argument, like, with, with Ray's Funk that year, did they just give it to him because they wanted to give it to him? You know? 
Well, no, it's because they're trying to compare of seasons past before that of players and goalies who are winning. That's what you do, you right? For right. this season when you're voting, you kind of look back and like, all right, well, last season the goalie won it with these stats. This guy has slightly worse stats. This player has better stats. So yeah. obviously he should. It gets cookie cutter like that. Yeah. Somewhere along those like three seasons, it became very fucked up and wrong. Where, like, yeah, my guy didn't play. Like, he played the opposite of Funk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Funk played almost the whole season minus, like, 10 games. My guy played 14 games. I get that. But the stats, literally, when I looked across, deep dive, uh, goalies in the rookie season that had played, uh, like, um, backup games or whatever, like, that were in my situation. Yeah. Not one of them was even fucking close in stats. So it's like there's not even like a mention that like he broke a record or like made history or some yeah, shit. You would or think there should be. Give him a mention. Don't even like make him a runner up. Just put him in a mention with like one out of like the five people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just some recognition. <laughs> That's all you asked for. Slight recognition. Not even the victory, bro. Just respect where the hard work was and where fucking like it's just magical to see that shit no matter who it was yeah it could have been any other goalie and it would have been sick i would have been like yo that's fucking history yeah you don't see that every season that's why it's called history making yeah well you just have to make ash sparks count i guess well ash sparks is already being fisted anally by a circus monkey <laughs> a couple of times so <laughs> he hasn't even started his first season yet He's got this. I believe in him. <laughs> Bro, okay, so because uh, Zemestrov was in over 700 TPE, I got fucked on the carryover. I was told that it would have been literally better to, to start from scratch, no carryover, and get all the first-gen shit. And oh I would have had more TPE to start than the 50. I should have probably waited then, too. <laughs> Yeah, so I got screwed on that. Okay. Uh, then they said there was another thing. Um, I don't know. See where it was. I can't find it. But uh, was it Player Store? Yeah, it's Player Store. It's my first gen or whatever. Yeah. It said that uh, because uh, I haven't been gone for two seasons that they're going to probably revoke that TP, TP. What the fuck? They already gave it to you. Yeah. But he's, you know, that's what you're telling me. He's like, no, because the store's glitched, they'll probably revoke that first gen TP from you. I mean, I... So I'm going to down even further. Plus, I, we, I missed not even point task. I didn't even get welfare last week because... Yeah. Like, when I woke up, it was an hour late. Ugh. I do I get like, why, oh it's like but fucking one thirty, I can't even clean welfare. Yeah, that's BS. I believe. Yeah, so he's you know how to build. Being shacked significantly, it's not off to a great start. You know how to build. I believe in you, but yeah, it's still kind of annoying. I mean, I get why they would remove that. I do, but it's still just like, come on, like. I gotta work ten times harder, bro, for like anything. It's yeah. Not- <laughs> or like, I bought experience. That they shouldn't revoke, right? Yeah. I didn't even fucking get it. They took the money. 
They didn't even give me my experience points for fuck's sakes. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yo, and look, the purchase was confirmed. It's in my guy's, like, uh, log here uh, in player management. Yeah. Experience. Confirmed purchase. Three experience points. My experience, 35. Anybody listening to this podcast, tag the uh, the management team <laughs> in beneath this post so that you can uh, we can get Spyro his experience. <laughs> Not only that, just please stop shafting me across the fucking yeah. board. It feels like that. Jesus. I don't want to be like that guy who looks like a schizophrenic. He's like, the whole world's against me. But in reality, like, this shit is too coincidental all the time. It, it has happened a little bit. Um, but it's fine. It's I not just me, though. It happens to a lot of people. That's why I know it's not just me. I do feel like there's something them. weird with the updating, like, now. Like, I had, not to, like, nitpick, not to, like, complain, but, like, a couple weeks ago, I had my, like, press conference uh, um, denied, and it was because I gave, like, a couple, like, one-word answers to, like, um, a couple of the questions of the press conference, and, like, yeah, like, I should have put more effort in it, but, like, come on, you know I'm not, like, trying to bilk you out of TPE, it's too fucking TPE, like, do you really need to, like... Make me go back and redo my press conference answers so I add three more words to each fucking answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not only that, so uh, what was it last week when I finally got my claims? Um, I was waiting like three weeks for my birthday TP. <laughs> <sighs> that sucks. And here's another thing that was real fun. Just regular claims, Okay. When we did our, our podcast, yeah, uh, when I named it for the first week, that sat there for fucking nine days. Jesus. It was the first point task I'd claimed in like two years. It's always welfare. But still, it sat there for nine fucking days. Here's what really pissed me off, okay? The Monday comes around, because we did it like... Uh, earlier the week before. Monday yeah. comes around, following week. I'm like, well, I'm about to claim my second week with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Still fucking nothing. And um, I go and look at the leaderboard, and the same people who are always like at the top of the leaderboard around those few weeks all had their claims. I know. I was going to mention that. Including their like, double week uncapped shit. Yeah. I was thinking that. I was like, how does I have 36 TP and I only have two from fucking practice facility and one from trivia? Yeah, it just feels like, it feels like favoritism. A hundred percent it is. Nobody will ever acknowledge it, but people are people, bro. There's yeah. obvious favoritism, and I've said that for a long time, but instead of being pissed off about it like I was in the past, I'm just gonna call it like it is. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it. People can try and say whatever they want, but I see what's going down. I mean, that's why I'm always so like. That's why I'm always like suspicious of when like like I know they've been here for a long time. Like a lot of the, a lot of the admins and a lot of the people, so they know how the sim engine works. But like, it's kind of conspicuous when like the same people's players end up being like Hall of Fame talents over and over again. You know what I mean? Well, it's not only that. It's guys that get the accolade to get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And you look at like some of the records. Like I said, the runner-up for that. 
that helped them get into the Hall of Fame, bro. Yeah, it's it, it may seem like a minor thing, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's a it's a dumb sim league where we're just having fun. But like, you know, you spend a significant amount of time here, like and like. Yeah, like, we joke about, oh, he's, like, Hall of Very Good, oh, he's, like, you know, all that stuff. But if, like, that favoritism was reduced by, like, 20%, like, I think there'd be a lot more new members oh, with, like, Hall of Fame players and, like, you know, you'd probably get retention you better. you want to know some crazy fun facts? Domina Hasek, probably one of the greatest goaltenders of all time, right? Yeah. His career save percentage, so total career save percentage, every every game included he's played, is a 9.09. Yeah. Damn. Jimmy Spiro's career save percentage, all playoff games, juniors, minor leagues, everything. Everything all together is a 9.17. Yeah. I mean, and I know they like, and he never won the cup either. Unreal Hall of Fame godlike talent in the real in the real world. And Jimmy but, Spyro did win a cup. Well, Spyro ain't got shit. <laughs> yeah, he has one cup. No, in the VHL, you have the the goalie consistently winning playoff MVP, like which well, isn't the goal should like be in the like running for it. I, I remember the year that I won the cup. Uh, my stats in the playoffs were like meh. They weren't that great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in the regular season, they were fucking dominant. So it's like, all right, well, when awards come around, I probably will get like playoff MVP, but I'll probably get something for a goalie. You know what I mean? For yeah. the regular season? Just something. Especially winning the cup. I didn't get shit. Yeah. I didn't that's... get runner up to mention. And I had a 922 save percentage that season. And then the following season, exact same, 922. <sighs> it sounds like we're complaining. We're not. It's just like, you know, you, you see it's this stuff. Related. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, and you see this stuff, like, all the time. Like, I'm looking at, like, again, why I want to bring up predictions. Like, I saw... Let me Let me just pull this up. Because I saw that fucking... What's his name? Um, Duncan Idaho, uh, fucking orbiting deaths player had like since he came into the league, like since season seventy nine, like been like over a point a game basically. And I'm like, well, I'm just gonna guess this dude is, you know, fucking the one that's gonna get the most points and most because it's orbiting death and like that's how he builds his player. Or like if it had been like a beef player or like. You know, somebody like that, I would just assume that it's going to be, like, you know, some insane point scorer. Um, and I can use that pedigree to just be like, oh, yeah, they're going to win everything. But and I, but the problem that I have is, like, I don't know if it's just because, is it really just because they know how to build better than people? Because there are plenty of people that copy their stats. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, that happened to me. I remember Jimmy Spyro, I had my own build, because everybody was, like, coming off of the era of, like, size was the thing. Yeah. I look at every single goalie's build right now, everybody has higher agility and higher reaction time, and use their style control now. I was like, those were my fucking main things. Instead of using size and fucking rebound control, which were the main things that Ray Spunk did, which was meta back then. Everyone copies size, rebound control, enhanced speed. 
now it's now different. I look at everybody's builds, they have agility like Spyro did, and like Paxtol did, and like LaFontaine did, because those guys see what my shit was doing, they started going slightly towards mine while staying similar to theirs. Also, I think it's funny that you all were on the same Seattle team, and like, no, you all didn't win. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds terrible, but like, it would have been so poetic oh, to like, it would have been so poetic to have you guys all win at the same time on the same team. It would have been poetic justice. Yep. But the simmer must have seen game six was the Seattle win was like, I can't let this go to game seven. <laughs> no. Pathetic. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Uh, I'll poke fun at the simmer, but like, don't bash the simmer, okay, no, guys? Never. If you guys are bashing the simmer in the comments, you, you need therapy. And I'm not saying that like to be a dick or like, yeah, like as an attacker. Like, Get your priorities straight. Yeah. I'm saying like you actually need help. Yeah, and you should talk to some group because that is not good behavior if you're attacking some. Somebody in a comment section for them hitting a button to simulate a game and because the result wasn't the way expected because it's fucking random and simulated. Yep. Wh whichever way the favorite goes, if you're one of those people that are actually getting mad at him, you need help. If you're just poking fun, that's different. Like, I yeah. do that. Like fisted anally by a circus monkey. Although I'm pretty yeah. sure that was a guy who was actually mad. You never know. Sometimes. You never know. But it's my point where it's like, you know, I play, I'll play, I'll still play Chell every now and again and like, you know, do franchise mode and shit. And people are like, oh, it just makes absolutely no sense. My team got like 70 wins on the season and like scored all these points and they're out in the first round of the playoffs. I'm like, well, dude, that shit happens in real life. Like it. Yeah, it's annoying. And yeah, it pisses you off that you can't consistently win. But I mean, there does have to be a certain element of randomness to it. Otherwise, it do wouldn't be. Do you remember the season before Tampa won the cup? Yeah, where they got swept by Columbus, which was bombed. the funniest shit ever. It happens, bro. Yeah. And it's never happened at such a scale like that before. They set a record in a bad way. And then yep. they followed it up with fucking winning two cups. Yeah. I still remember there was that great that great handshake line with Columbus and uh, Tampa Bay, and Panarin goes to shake Kucherov's hand, and he's like so excited. He's to fucking give dabs to fucking Kucherov, and he's having none of. Yeah, he doesn't want to fucking see it at all. It's so funny. <laughs> he's just trying to skate by me. He's like, "Get the fuck out of yeah. my face!" And Panarin's like, "Yeah, come it's on, man. so fucking funny, yeah. dude." <laughs> it's like Fuck away from me, man. That's one of Do my you know favorite. Do Trump had to deal with after that game? Oh, I know. <laughs> one of my favorite fucking hockey moments. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, that shit happens in real life, dude. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have, like... That's why, again, like, the argument against, like, a meta, like... There shouldn't be one thing that makes everybody good. If there was one thing that made everybody or, good in real life, my you favorite could... thing is, Ugh. your guy's on a good team. I'm like, that is such bullshit. Look at real life. Eric Carlson. Senators, hot garbage. Yep. Best defenseman in the NHL, hands down. Just fucking unreal. Yeah. Breaks his ankle, doesn't get proper treatment, gets forced to play. Like, he, he went to the Sharks, but he got forced to play before he was fully recovered. And Eric Carlson is not really Eric Carlson right now, is he? He's still good, but he's not as good. Like, peak Eric Carlson was unbelievable. Exactly. 
he was a franchise level defenseman. Now yep. he's he's an elite level defenseman, but like lower end. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? He's not a game breaker like he was. You take the puck and like everybody, even like fucking guys like Sidney Crosby was like I look over and I see fucking Eric Carlson skating forward beside me. And I remember after a game, I asked him, I was like, why don't you just skate backwards at me, man? Yeah. And the answer Eric gave him was just like, oh, I can't really skate backwards. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck you mean you can't skate backwards? You're like the best skater in the NHL. He's like, well, that's it. I skate forwards. Like, amazing. So why do I need to skate backwards? Yeah. And that was, like, philosophy, bro. Like, he was just... <laughs> he would, like, skate backwards, like, the backpedal. But, like, someone was trying to go by him. He was already going forwards. They weren't catching him flat-footed. Yeah. But it's about he could also take the puck from the goal line and go and score on the other net, like fucking Bobby Orr back then. Yeah. Or, like, Kale McCarr now. That's what I'm saying. He went from a bunk team, amazing player... Didn't get the proper like support he needed or whatever uh, yeah. when he goes to a new new team. Not the same. Well, yeah, that he went, can happen in the VHL too. He went to the Sharks. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the problem. Because the shark, Sharks at that time compared to Ottawa were a way better team. Oh yeah, at the time they were great, but like he was moving over to be Brent Burns's defensive partner. That's a hell of a pair back yeah, right, a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's just two offensive powerhouses. Yeah, like, Drew Doughty was the defensive defenseman that was, like, number one in the NHL. Then it was, like, Eric Carlson and Brent Burns were, like, the number one and two offensive defensemen in the NHL. It's insane. And the Sharks were like, let's put both of these guys on the same pairing. That's a good, yeah. Yeah, dude, they were fucking stacked. Because, yeah, you still had Jumbo Joe, who was great. You, they had fucking Mark Edward Vlasic. They had fucking uh, Marlowe before he went to the Leafs, yep. too, when they made that trade. Pavelski still, right? Yep, before yep. he moved to the Stars. They yeah. still had Joe Pavelski. They had Tomaj Hurdle. They had fucking... Um, Timo Meyer. What's that kid's name? Zingle. They had uh, Dezingle before he traded. They yep. traded him. And yep. uh, Logan Couture. They were stacked that the, that couple that year really, and then they just lose to Pittsburgh. Yeah, because they had a shit goalie. <laughs> yep. yep. Martin Jones was never an elite level goalie. No. Nope. He was a starter level goalie, but not an elite level goalie. And to win a cup, you need at least a goalie that can steal games, just like a player that could be a game breaker. Yep. Like well, uh, when the Leafs lost to. Um, Montreal, that hurt a lot. Uh, but I kind of like Montreal too, so it doesn't really. And uh, oh, the Leafs fan that likes Montreal. How does? Yeah, how the fuck uh, does that happen? Carey Price absolutely dominated all the way up into like to the final. Shit, yo. He just he just ran out of gas. That's the only problem. Like in Tampa, <laughs> he stole like three series though by himself. I know, but he just it's then he runs into Tampa and it's like, well, you know, you have a team that's every bit better aside from goaltender and you have a goaltender that's at least as good as you you know what are the odds you're going to be able to steal it over 930 something save percentage before he went in against him 
It's such a damn shame because that's the only time he's ever going to make it there. Oh, yeah, which is super brutal. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. I've seen some shit that the fucking halves are probably going to be doing. They're sneaky. They're going to be loading up this year. I don't fucking trust them for a damn. Yeah, I don't know why. There's there's a part of me that doesn't... I mean, I feel like I... Obviously, I'm not a Leafs fan or a fan of any team in Canada, really. But, like, I feel like I should still hate Montreal for some reason, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know why. Like... They seem cool. Why I like Montreal is because most of my family's from Quebec. Yeah. And, like I said, uh, got a little bit of, like, greatness that is tied to the Montreal Canadiens in my bloodline. Yeah. So I have to acknowledge that. That makes sense. But, like, I'm sure a motherfucker would understand, like, if I'm from this area, it'd be like, yeah, I guess, like, if I was ever at the caliber to go to the NHL type deal... Yeah. He would probably be like, I would expect you to be, like, more Toronto than Montreal type thing. Which would make sense. Yeah. Just because of where I am. But, like, like my background, especially, like I said, family history and shit, I wouldn't care if I fucking played Montreal, Toronto, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm dude, not if- that type of guy that's like, I was born a Leafs fan. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to pull Eric Lindros. Like, I'm not playing for Quebec. Yeah. I think there I should still be a... I would do that to those teams. I think there should still be a team in Quebec, but... <laughs> they need to bring back a team in Quebec, bro. Yeah, move the Coyotes. They're crying for it, the fan base. There would be insanity. Yeah. Just move the Yotes. Every every single hockey fan in Montreal... Or not Montreal. Like Everyone in Montreal is a Montreal fan, pretty much. Quebec but City. Every single hockey fan in Quebec that is not a Montreal fan are still dumb. Hard Nordique like fans basically yeah. that feel chipped and just can't get over that. If you gave those guys a team, NHL set. <laughs> yeah. Look what happened to Winnipeg. It would make a ton of money. Yeah. Nobody cared about him in Atlanta. <laughs> no. And then they move into the Jets and fucking Win- look at the Winnipeg fans, bro. They lose their shit because they're so happy to have a team back. Yep. Hell, I guess any anywhere but Atlanta, really, because the Flames became the Calgary Flames. Yo, that's so true. And Atlanta's just cursed for hockey. It's not good for hockey. It's not great for football either, unfortunately. No. <laughs> All right. Well, changing the subject, who do you think is going to win uh, season eighty-five? Do you think Moscow finally makes it back? It's way too early, but. Yeah, the Bears. I'm going to predict the Bears because it's it's the Bears, bro. I mean, there's a good chance. Let's let's look at their team here. So, Big Bears, what they need to do, let's look at the finances. So, they're going to lose Esso probably. Um, but other than that, they're not really losing anybody as far as I can tell. Well, Esso and I were rentals, and I chose to retire. And I think Esso hasn't really been doing anything with this player. Yeah. I think he just hasn't been back. But you've still got Dusty Wilson, who's only going to be better next season. You've still got Hogan. Um, you've got Kovalchuk. You've got Velociraptor Greg coming up. You've got, uh, yeah, I mean, Chip Stone coming up. Hint, hint. 
Um, so they should still be good. Plus, by the time Dusty's starting to get older and might get um, hit by um, depreciation, yeah, maybe Seattle will draft me. I mean, I and think that'll like replace the goaltender. Plus, like if Chip Stone's there, like we're similar in draft class. Like we probably play most of our careers there together. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I definitely think next next player I make, I'm gonna wait until you recreate. So that we could make people in the same class. Well, I've already told you my plan, but I don't want to spoil that right away. <laughs> um, no, no, for sure. Not on the podcast. <laughs> no, that'd be too cool. But yeah, that's my plan. Like after I'm done with Chipstone, I'm going to wait a season or two and just uh, recreate with you and then um, get that first gen. Although if, I, if you want the first gen, I guess I'd have to wait until you were retired for like two seasons. Well, if we max out, then we won't need the first gen. That's true. We'll get a shit ton of carryover. That's true. Okay, then yeah, I'll just max out. <laughs> yeah, we'll just max out. We'll be good. Um. Yeah, I don't. I see no reason why the Bears can't win it. Should I mean, be. I I would say Vancouver, but like it's not the same as when it was my. No. <laughs> well, I mean, they it's haven't been the same since they now. got nerfed. Yeah. Because they, they fucking retire Metal Wolves. Yeah, which everybody was... They ruined... The Metal the meta Wolves ruined the team that I was on. Yeah. It happened right after I retired. Fucking became the Metal Wolves. I was like, uh, oh my god, no, stop. You're ruining the fucking league. I just can't believe it had that much of... I can't believe it had that much of an effect on everything. Like, that if you just max scoring like that, everything is good. But I guess nobody really tried that before, you know? I don't know. I wasn't there. I kind of wish I had been there, but I also wish I hadn't because it probably would have pissed me off so bad I would have retired. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's why I was also kind of like... I was already gone just before that shit was happening. It was like, uh... Well, you know, the new narrative, I, I think, needs to be... <laughs> the new narrative needs to be that Dracon and Jolly Green Giant weren't terrible... They were just, you know, in the era of Metal Wolves. There you go. Yeah, they were in the era of the Metal Wolves, and they were not meta players. They were incredible defensive defensemen, but the power of Metal Wolves was too much. Yeah, the power of the meta was too great for all defensemen <laughs> that year. That's hilarious. Or like throughout their career spans, basically. That's hysterical. Uh, yeah, we'll just blame my old franchise where, like, Jimmy Spyro is cemented in those history books. Like, absolutely. The top goalie. I mean, he has to be, right? No, he is. I know for a fact that he is. That's the only thing that he has that's actually cool is he's in the history books for Vancouver. That's pretty cool. The most games played, best stats. See, that's the only drawback, or one of the only drawbacks about coming to Seattle is it's like going to Montreal for records, you know what I mean? Like, you're just you have so many players that are just incredible throughout the history of the team that, you know, it's going to be hard for you to and cut Ray's your teeth and make an impact. I know. That's a hard, hard That's like Patrick Waugh. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, oh, i got to be better than the best of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shit. <laughs> and if I'm making a defenseman, i got to be better than Hogan. <laughs> yeah, man, that's like, oh, great, my guy's got to be fucking Bob 
you or in report rolled into one. Yep. Shit. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's the, part of the cool thing about like I I always kind of wanted to go to an expansion team um in this sim, but then it's also like, well, you know, unless you're like unbelievable um and your GM's willing to part with you, which they won't part with their star players in an expansion draft. Like unless you're unbelievable, then you're not going to do great on an expansion team, you know. Actually, it's funny you say that because when the VHLE was coming in, uh, Dracon Zabistrakov was in that draft. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, let's go take a peek here. VHLE seasons, uh, yeah, see, but season eighty is when they start doing this. VHLE drafted fifty seventh overall, so low as shit. Uh, so season eighty, Eastern Bull Wolves. Uh, was where I was drafted and played. Nice. Uh, yeah, so 72 games, 11 goals, 82 points, 93. That's or no, 80, yeah, 93 points, 82. Like, like you played 92, 93 games somehow. <laughs> yeah, fuck. And 72 games, 93 points for a defenseman. So yeah. Dracon wasn't actually too bad in the VHLE. I'm telling you, dude, it was Metal Wolves. Wolves player he was fucking really good in the lower end dude it was fucking metal wolves it was the metal wolves when he got called up to vhl yep <laughs> they ruined everything um, here's what's really funny though so he's only had uh yeah two seasons where he clips over 20 goals as a defenseman oh my god yeah that's not say so season 80 put for Easton Bowl. Season 81 played for Easton Bowl 72 games as well. 23 goals, 55 assists, 78 points. You got me curious. I, I kind of want to look at uh, Jolly Green Giants stats now. Because I just Do remember it. I remember him being just aggressively ass. Um, but I don't think I he was... I remember Zavistraka being shit everywhere except for in the minor leagues. Like in the E and the N. So I... Oh, another thing was... Um, <clears throat> So I got drafted to Houston in uh, 77, is it? Yep, season 77. He's actually in the Houston record books, which is jokes. He played nice. there 77, 78, 79. Uh, first season, 8 goals, 33 assists, 41 points. And considering uh, 76 was when he was a free agent, signed with Ottawa, 7 games, 10 assists, 10 points. So it's not a bad start. No, it's not bad. So 41 points in 72 is meh, but it was like my first draft of the season. 78, 20 goals, 64 assists, 84 points in 72 games. Damn. Not bad. No. Then 30 games with Houston, one goal, 17 assists, 18 points, and they traded me to Philly. Because Philly was going on a cup run. Yeah. I feel like they're always going so, on a cup run. <laughs> with Philly. And I was like, oh, great. Like, I'm not doing that good this season anyways. That's why they're training me. And then they're like, no, they wanted you because they're going on a cup run. I was like, what? But I'm not doing good this season. 43 games. So I played uh, 30 for Houston and 43 for Philly. So somehow I got in for an extra sim. Yeah. Nine goals in those 43 games, 
38 assists, Jesus. 27 points, plus 27. That's crazy. He gets traded, and he's like, all right, fuck it, let's turn it up. So in perspective, in that season, he had 55 assists, 10 goals. So that's 65 points. That's pretty solid. Like, that's yeah, really he good. he still did pretty good for the M. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. uh, I'm looking uh, at the E is where he actually stuck out real cool though. Um, so oh, yeah. he's, same thing happened. Played three seasons. He's in blow. Um, had that 23 goal season, 55 assists. Uh, season 82. Same trend. Ten games played, one goal, four assists, five points. They trade me to Rome, <laughs> where I played my last two games. 14 goals, 55 assists, 69 points. Oh, my God. So, total season was 15 goals, 59 assists, and uh, 74 points. It really is all all about, um, I guess, the team and, uh, you know, the GM that you have. The chemistry makes everything, bro. Yeah. I think think when we we make uh, our players after these players – you know, if we're not happy where we're at, we got to start turning ourselves into suitcases and just going wherever. Because I, I want to no, exactly. We'll just trade our guys as like a set to other teams. We'll be like, all right, the goalie and the player are moving like to this team now. See how it goes. I'm just going to be a complete dick and not refuse to play for teams that are bad. <laughs> Fucking NTC, whatever is bad at that time. Be so funny. So, well, the last honorable mention I'm going to give here for Zemestrako, because VHL seasons were that good, obviously. Um, season 81, he gets to play in the playoffs with Easton Blow. Seven games in the playoffs. Nice. So they didn't win. But seven games. Not they bad. made it, yeah. Two goals, eight assists, ten points. Wow. Fucking, he had more assists than games played. 2-8 for 10 points in 7 games. That's fucking dominant as a defenseman. This is where it gets better, though. And and I remember season 82, because it's more recent, people were actually talking about my guy being in the conversation, the VHLE, yeah. for um, playoff MVP. And then he didn't get a mention at all. I was like, oh, this is nothing new. <laughs> yeah. You know how this one ends. Yeah, I know how this one ends. I've seen this movie too many times. <laughs> but yeah, so why they're talking about him? 12 games played, 4 goals, 13 assists, 17 points, plus 5. Fucking God. As a defenseman. He should have won. So, yeah, that's an insane playoff fucking performance. He should have won. He didn't get runner up, didn't even get a mention. He was getting mentions before the actual awards, and then when the awards came in, nothing. Nothing. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's stupid. Why even talk about me? Yeah. Why even put my name in your mouth? Well, now you had me like. Yeah, you, why'd you even bring it up, guys, if you're not going to follow through? That's some bullshit. You had me curious because I was like, was Jolly Green Giant actually his ass as I remember? No, shockingly. Um, I don't know why I thought he was so bad. I guess it's just because, like, I was on those two Jolly teams and I did. He was good. He His first season in Ottawa, this is when I think I was still GMing it, he, had set, he was a point a game. 
72 goal, 72 points, 24 goals, 48 assists. The next season, yeah, he... Yeah, yo, yo. Jolly Green Giant was there when we were both GMing. Yeah, Ottawa. he was good. I remember that. He was good. And then the next season, I, I either we either retired or um, we just, like, stepped down or something. But I remember him getting... Uh, he got drafted to Philly and went on a playoff run, and they ended up winning the Cup. In the regular season, he wasn't great. He only had 57 points. But, I mean, the, he won the Cup. So it's like, okay, well, yeah. yeah, I'm a depth defenseman. That's fine. So he goes to... He gets drafted to Toronto, second overall, which gigantic bust, but um, goes to Toronto and gets drafted second overall. Um, first season, not a great season, 13 goals, 31 assists for 44 points. The next season, Toronto goes fucking crazy, and he's over a point a game as a defenseman. He's 21, 55, uh, 21 and 55 for 76 points, um, which was really, really Jeez. solid. Like... I was like, that's I, really good. He should have been like, I don't know. I felt like I should have got some kind of consideration, but also it wasn't his rookie season, so it didn't count for a rookie thing. Um, that season, Toronto gets oh yeah, true. Toronto gets knocked out in the playoffs in six. They only played six games, so I forget. I think we they won like four, and then like got I don't know. They I, they must have they must have swept somebody or something, and then lost two. I, mean, I don't really know. It doesn't matter. Um, then the next season, it's it just falls off hard. Like, Toronto's aggressively ass. Um, and then I get traded to Riga. So for that whole season, again, 50 points. Not incredible, but not bad. Then on Riga, the next season, 69 points. Then the next season, 59 points. Then the next season, 71 points. And I, I get traded... I know, I get traded to Helsinki halfway through his final season, and he's still 64 points. So I'm like, okay, why do I have this... I guess this defenseman, what the fuck? He was really good, I just assumed he was aggressively terrible because he never won anything, and never went anywhere in the playoffs. But I think that it was, teaches me... he wasn't as good as Funk's accolades, That's, or not Funk, uh, oh. Scott Green's accolades. No, he wasn't. He wasn't anywhere near... Um, and, like, yeah, that must have been what it was. And I think what that taught me, too, was, like, I didn't really know anybody on those other teams. So, like, I I, I think I realized I just really value a team environment over individual success, you know? Yo, me too, 100%. Even though I want to win individual That's awards, like, as long as the team's doing well, I'd rather have a team that does well and have a shot at those than win all of them but have be on an ass team, you know? I was, I like the memories in the locker room too. Like, if yeah, I'm, I don't care if the team's like good, but if nobody's in the locker room that like I usually hang out with or like talk to, even get along with, yeah, yeah, right. Because then who like, are you going to celebrate with? Like, like why do you care? You know, Vancouver. Like, uh, my first season there, there's only like a couple people that I would talk to. Then as like all those guys were like retiring and we're getting new players, our team locker room like grew together yeah and it became nuts like it was like a fucking brotherhood in there yeah that's the best feeling Ugh. oh and and we had a couple of girls in the locker room so i'm not going to ignore them no no but like you know what i mean like everybody yeah. in there was like a family exactly 100 percent. 
And that's what I wanted. I think even when we weren't like winning or whatever, like, like yeah, it sucked or whatever. But like even for real shit, like everyone had each other's back. Same in Seattle. That's why I like uh, came back to the league once I got traded. I, I seen the locker room. I was like, I know everybody here. <laughs> yeah, Seattle. Seattle's fucking Seattle's locker room is so good about like not just having like fun people to talk to but even if you're like going through something like they'll they'll take the time to talk to you and like help you out with it you know yeah or just the sheer chance that uh both fucking slap shot dragon and rookies well that too that's fucking crazy no way that's fucking crazy let's go boys unbelievable Yo, that was a big brain move from Banna, honestly. Even though we didn't win the cup, how far we got. I mean, it definitely made the team better. It made the team better in the short term. He made the cup final, which you never call that a failure of a season when you make the cup final. And then he set it up for the future, like brought uh, at least two players back to max activity um, just because they were in the same locker room and like, around each other you know what i mean and then potentially yeah. potentially brings bird back which could have paid off or couldn't have unfortunately it didn't pay off but hey you know two out of three ain't bad dude if it brought bird back too he would be in the podcast right now with us He'd absolutely like, okay and see you next month for tv <laughs> yep i really need it in his like french canadian accent yeah i'll probably need him i know no you're out there so you're going to listen to this one of these days. I don't know about this deep in the podcast. Maybe. Who knows? People might cut to the end. Just the end. This, get your ass back in the league and just join the podcast we, again. We got to come have fun. We got to get a guest next week. Like not just because it's like fun. Like it's I I really miss that, you know. That was the best part of Daslin, bro. Yeah. We but can get we it again. We need a couple episodes to just like chill really catch up and shit yeah maybe next week instead of doing a guest for the whole episode we can have some of the warsaw people on yeah like because i know um uh it goes by segments so like if they're on for a portion then they can claim for one week yeah it's not like they have to be on the whole thing if right they're on the whole thing they get to claim for like three weeks or whatever but you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and especially if we do it, like, again soon, instead of just, like, you know, waiting three weeks to do this again, we could get some of those dudes on and then um, just gift them the podcast, too, you know? Yeah, like, we could do it next week or whatever, and yeah. we'll still have claims off this one for, like, a couple more weeks. We'd be like, yo, you guys can just share this. Have, like, congratulations on winning the cup. Yeah. You guys got a couple vacation. Here's your award. It's cap TP. Yeah. You get two weeks or whatever. That could be kind of interesting. Is like we make a point to like always bring on some members of the championship team, or like the playoff MVP well, and we like did that for the Wolves when I won the cup. That's true. That was a really good episode too. So that I was think a good we episode. Do that whenever the finals are done, yo. Like so, maybe like um, around this week type deal for like the next finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll try and be like, all right, you guys won sometime. Like, instead of doing it on a Monday, we'll try and arrange everyone for like a Thursday or a Wednesday or some shit. Yeah. Figure out like a day. Because it would like, have to, it would work well, best for me to. TP, congratulations on winning your cup. It's the equivalent of getting a bonus. 
Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, because it's basically, well, it's really just free weeks if you think about it. Yeah, like it's it's free TV. It honestly, whatever they're doing, like if they're writing articles, for example, that's three weeks. They don't have to write articles now. It's way easier because they like just won the cup. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's pretty sweet. That's like they get an actual bit of a vacation, like as a reward. You get to celebrate. Well, and that's why I was thinking like maybe bringing on the the conference final people too. But then I don't know if that's like that's like that might be too much. You know. Yeah, like I don't mind like when we bring on like one or two people here and there, and then it's like yeah, we can split CPU with them. Like we're gonna get Barack on here again for sure. That's we have to figure out a day to do that for sure. Yeah, and then obviously we'll just like share TP with him if he wants to. Like that's just how we are with whoever we bring on the podcast. Yeah, but it would be cool to do it for like a big podcast. Like we'll try to get like four or five people on from like Warsaw or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, you five guys can claim this for the next three weeks. Have fun. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Congratulations on your win. And it makes the, it may, and well, I'll be like, thanks for ruining Zapistrakov's like final moment of glory. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for destroying any hope I ever have of Dracon being good. Damn. No, because like I said, he was amazing in the fucking E and in the minors. He just had nothing in the VHL because he's only there for like two seasons. Yeah. And yeah, then the, fucking that's the only just a miracle that he's going on a cup run. I was like, oh, if he gets a piece of hardware on his way out for retirement, that'd be amazing. In, until the final, he was an absolutely clutch depth signing. Like, yo, honestly, every game until uh the final round like including the season he was dynamite yeah non-stop he would not like so if he wasn't putting up a shit ton of points obviously he wasn't that guy he was always plus and the plus minus like no penalties a bunch of assists well what do you want from your depth defenseman you know what i mean yeah. breaks the puck out no goals are going in when he's on the ice just good shutdown. Nobody's gonna score on him, and he's quick as shit. That that was his thing. He was like one of the fastest players on the team, and that was underrated as shit because his next highest stat—it's not even defensing, uh, defensive coverage or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, his passing stat. Unbelievable. Well, so he just rushes back to the corner, retrieves the puck faster than the other team, and then he just breaks it out because he has incredible offensive vision and passing. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That was the mindset I had going into it. I was like, make him a breakout guy. That's the best way. They can't score if they can't get I zone mean, entry. You're just going to have to make another defender in the future, I guess. Yeah. If I do it again i'll probably make another defenseman but i'll do it like maxing out instead of just welfare yeah because i was already like heading that way at the end of spyro's career the last like three weeks of spyro's career before i retired um he was just on welfare and i could have played i think one more season with depreation and i chose not to i chose to retire because i was like done yeah yeah bro mentality's suck sometimes because it would have been cool to see what happened if you would have played one more season it would have but we've got we've got bright things to look ahead to 
But um, I think it's about time we start winding down, really. Um, yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to say or wanted to talk about or ask? Uh, I do. Honestly, I want to keep the trend of riding out to a song. Well, I was so, going to say, yeah, here. Well, yeah, you go ahead. If you want, if you have a specific, I have a song in mind, but if you have one. No, in I was going to say it's your turn. So that's perfect. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I was like, well, on the theme of like, you know, moving on and like people that have held it down for a long time and passing the torch, I was going to suggest Dio by Tenacious D. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to um, Doc and Spyro's League News EX. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. Um, if you have any questions or comments or anything that you want to add for next week's episode, please DMS let us know. And Warsaw, we'll be looking out for you. Until next week, I'll see you. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, Spyro. Take care. Yeah. Well, I'll keep in touch. And everybody out Absolutely. there, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Dio has rocked for a long, long time. Now it's time for him to pass the torch. He has songs of wildebeest and angels. He has soared on the wings of a demon. It's time to pass the torch. Get you old to rock. You're very well taken care of You'll tell us secrets that